you ever been to a volcano? When it was erupting? You're now listening to Super Hoopers. They're a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. Super It's pretty. It's so pretty. We just won a fucking wall. That's what you said, man. I was supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about Super Hoopers. That's terrible. Welcome to Super Hoopers, an inconsequential discussion of the week's NBA news. I am your host, Matt Hill. With me, as always, is... Breaking Mike. news, Matt. Breaking, breaking. So, hold on. Let's, do, let's, let's get the time. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, June 20th. It's about breaking 6 o'clock news. Pacific. Uh, the retweets are going crazy. 391, 397, 400, so 404. The NBA has gone crazy. John, NBA has gone crazy, Something Matt. Something crazy has just happened. John's waiting to tell it to me on air. John has the uh, the breaking news uh, Twitter op- open. From Mark J. Spears. Mm-hmm. The Atlanta Hawks have agreed to trade center Dwight Howard uh-huh. to the Charlotte Bobcats. Sources tell ESPN's The Undefeated. I mean, that's, Is that uh, real? You, you built it. You built it up. You built it up. I thought it was gonna be something bigger than that. It's Dwight Howard getting traded. You know what's funny? Earlier today. Wait, how are you not shocked by? Uh, I mean, this is like the fifth thing that has happened today. I know. It's, I'm a little. I'm a, yeah, you're really dead inside. I'm, I'm this desensitized to uh, <laughs> anything happening with the NBA because everything is going crazy. Wow, this is crazy. Burn it all down. Burn it I all love down. it. What? No, but earlier today, Atlanta and Charlotte agreed to a Twitter trade. The two Twitter accounts. I don't know if you saw this. Oh, I did. I did. The, see like they were like the Twitter accounts. Like had a little joke. I'll trade you a tweet later for a tweet today or something. Oh yeah, yeah. I did yeah. see that. So that's pretty interesting. And but... then they actually traded. The, tw- the Twitter accounts. Uh, oh really? What they? Well, they, they actually work? traded Dwight Howard. So, oh, and then they traded yeah, Dwight yeah. Howard. Yeah. So they wait. Uh, oh, is that fake? No. Oh wait. No, it's not. It was like the two the people who run the Twitter accounts were like having a little goof on each other. Oh, I see. Okay, today. but this tweet's real. No, this one's real. Okay, I got because look, I'll be honest with you. I was at work and I got caught up on a fake tweet that could oh, have no. been disastrous. Oh no! It oh, was yeah. the uh, who was it? Mark Stein had tweeted out. We were shooting a well, I'll peel back the curtain here. Mm-hmm. We we're shooting uh, Facebook Live, right? During glamorous, during, yeah. And uh, at one point, he tweeted that L.A. was you know looking to trade. Uh, for Paul George, right? Him and Ramona Shelbourne, uh, you know, got word. And so that was a real tweet. And then I looked, and then the fake Mark Stein line was the one underneath him. Uh-huh. So the follow-up tweet was, you know, for like the 27th or 28th pick. And something. So the detail. So I showed it to the producer. Uh-huh. And then they were like, we talked about it live. And then afterwards, I was like, someone came over and was like, fake news, fake news, fake news. Shut it down. Shut it yeah. down. And then I was like, I felt really bad. Yo, the first uh, half was real. The second half was fake. We need to get like whoever runs one of these fake accounts on the pod sometime. We should get them on. Mm. Just find them out. Find out what are, they, what are they up to. You know what? What do they do? Just for giggles? I really don't want to. Okay. All right. Then we don't have to. All right. You well. know, mostly because... Uh, it's not a noble profession. It's not a noble profession. It's... um probably just a shitty person mm-hmm. and they probably need that like that's like their thing they're like ah, oh, look i got it you I know got him. it's it this is more fun than than kissing girls <laughs> who needs who needs the who needs John. to know what a boob feels like when i can when Maybe. i can come up with adrian woj norsky and trick people look oh. how great my life is well, well i've uh, i've learned what 18 year old me would be doing uh, yeah, if i was 18 it, right? today it's probably it you know what to be honest it probably does feel good tricking someone right right but, um man so much has happened i think maybe we just go back in time we just start with the most recent thing and kind of move back start with the recent all right yeah so let's talk about the d'angelo russell trade that is the most So they trade d'angelo russell and mozgov for the 27 pick and brooke lopez and brooke lopez is lavert in the deal did no, we ever find that no, out no no we okay. found out that was fake okay news. that was fake all right yeah so you're an objective person very objective. i mean not really not but really you're not really i mean but i'm I'm, uh, I'm always what do you smart. think what do you think about this trade because the laker fans on twitter hate it yeah i here here's my immediate thought mm-hmm Totally see why both sides did it, right? Mm-hmm. I think so far most of the trades, and we'll get to the other trades later, but I think that it makes sense for both sides. I thought that it... Now, maybe I'm wrong, but it seemed like the Lakers should have gotten more. Mm. See, I see why the Lakers did it, because, look, they're just over D'Angelo Russell, right. and I agree. 
Like, he's immature. He hasn't shown signs of hard work and all that stuff. And L.A. is not the right place for him. I also think that he still has a lot of talent. I think he's barely 21. You know, he's putting up 15, 6, and 5. At 20-some years, you know, at 20 is really, really good. Um, But... I thought they could have got more. I'm surprised another team didn't offer more. Maybe they could have gotten more. Maybe everyone Th- that, knows. Maybe when ev- everyone knows Russell has character issues, and they're not willing to give up stuff for him. I mean, rumor was they tried to shop him for like a higher pick, and just none yeah. of those teams wanted him. But that seems just crazy to me. I don't know. Maybe you know because this draft. Look, this draft is very good. One through ten. Oh, now we're back saying it's good. <laughs> one through ten, the, the narrative shift. It was like the, the draft was good, then the draft was garbage, and now it's back to the draft being good. No, the draft has always been good. Okay, it's always been good. I wouldn't trade him for Russell. Yeah, I wouldn't trade D'Angelo Russell for up to probably the ninth pick. I yeah, maybe well. even like ten. Like the guys from ten to fourteen, I haven't studied, so I wouldn't say. But like the seventeenth pick, yeah, no one, no one. There's not a single person that is watching this draft saying that the 17th pick is going to be good. Well, see, I would take Russell over this. That. This trade's a tough one for me because, you know, I'm always right. And so it's very true. And so seeing on Twitter that everyone hates the trade, it's got me a little shook. Cause I love the trade for the Lakers. I no, no, I think it's a good, like, look, I, here's my thing. They, I thought they could have got more. Doesn't mean I think it's a bad trade. They need to get Lakers have bigger plans. D'Angelo's not working there, right? It's it's a, just not going to work. Yeah. And if you can move that Mozgov and now get the 28th, good. It's good 27 deal. 27 pick, I think. I yeah, 27 pick. Yeah. Whatever, it doesn't really matter. Let me let me just let me just let me just break it down. I have a new rubric Ooh. from which I can explain the, to everything in the NBA. I call it the three eyes. All right, you ready for it, John? Okay. The first eye is me. I'm always right. I know what I'm talking I. about. Right? I, I. The first eye is I. Okay. Okay. Second eye is intangibles. Okay. Third eye is injuries. Because I I always talk about this. I don't think we pay enough t- enough attention to injuries and, and intangibles. They're the two things that can sink a guy's career, and we just sort of ignore them. When you look at Russell, do we though? I mean, maybe we don't. But a lot the of people, injuries we don't. A lot, but a lot of people just go, oh, assuming health, or they say, That's okay, true. this guy he's going to be fine. They think, oh, one injury he'll definitely recover. You know, they kind of just. That's true. That's true. And intangibles, everyone's like, well, we don't really know. How can we really tell? Mm-hmm. Um, with Russell, Byron Scott hated him, basically said he had no work ethic and was just like a yep. douche. And I was like, well, okay, Byron Scott, like he's also an asshole. So, you know, what are we going to do? But then Luke Walton comes in. And then by all accounts, Luke Walton also hates the guy. Like Luke Walton is saying, saying the same things that Byron Scott was. So you have two different guys. And Magic Johnson apparently doesn't like him either. So it's like three different guys with three very different personalities all don't like the guy. And all the whispers, anybody I've ever heard, like being, you know, in LA, anybody I've ever heard connected to Lakers just trashes Russell. Yeah. Mike says, the guy's an asshole behind the scenes. He doesn't work hard. He doesn't care about basketball. So, okay, yeah, he's 21. All right. Maybe, maybe he could turn that around. Maybe he can mature. But I, w- I would bet on that not happening. Yeah. You know, some guys mature, but more often than not, like who you are is who you are. Um, and I know that's like crazy to say because NBA Twitter is like so pro player. Like there's all these guys on Twitter like just defending his character. Like how, we don't know any of that. We don't know that. No, you know? no, he's, and he's it's garbage. Like, dude, he's garbage person. There's it's the NBA. They're not all going to be great guys. Okay, yeah. I know we all want to think they're great, but they're all not going to be great guys. And by all accounts, he's not a great guy. So yeah. if you can get him off your team, bad locker room present, and just be like, look, this is Lonzo's team. We're drafting Lonzo. Turn no question marks, no whatever. It's Lonzo's team. By all accounts, that was a bad locker room too. There's a lot of guys like that. Like apparently Randall doesn't work hard. Yeah. Clarkson similar. So it's like if you can kind of transform that culture, why not? No, that's why I think for the Lakers, like, look, it's a good deal. It makes all the sense in the world. You want to get Paul George. You want to go after some bigger guys. You got to clear space. You are, you know, if you're Magic and Rob Palenka, you're stuck with some of this crap. So, you know, do it. It's great. My yeah, thing you get is, off Mozgov. you know, and if I'm the Nets, that's great. If I'm the Nets, I also love it because I'm like, all the things I just said, you, you could, he could turn it around. He could turn it around. That's the thing. And, and he has they, the talent. He's a, he, has ba- the talent. he has the basketball talent. It's just the personality stuff. It's the personality that's bad, um, which, you know, you, you got to hope that a change of scenery can reflect it. We've seen yeah. that with J.R. Smith. We've seen it with um, Zach Randolph, Kyle Lowry. There's guys that Rasheed can Wallace. Rasheed Wallace. And, you know, a t- so I'm all fine for it, and you know you're basically taking two more years of Mozgov, you know because 
you know, you had Brooke, you know. Uh, great. I love it. I just, I'm just, my thing is I'm surprised and maybe I'm wrong because I don't know. But like if I was Sacramento, I'd offer more for her. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You know but, what I mean? Yeah, but we never know what. Exactly, exactly. We never know. I mean, I'm sure they. That that might have been the most they could you, get. You hope they did their due diligence. I mean, it sometimes it comes out like with Vlade and Demarcus. It was like, well, actually, there are better offers. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So, or, or the Pau Gasol, the Pau Gasol trade. Famously, when the Lakers got Pau Gasol, all these other GMs were like, we didn't even know he was on the block. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's kind of what I feel. You know, like that was just my first reaction. Like, wow, that seems low. Now, like, I'm like you. I think Russell has the talent and like look if i was the sixers i probably would have i would have made a run at him right whatever you take mods if the nets have so much cap space teams with cap space whatever take him play him a year when you're garbage he's a fine backup you're not gonna win and two years later you know try to stretch him or try to whatever dump him like it's not it's a bad deal for a team that like the lakers who want to win now or make big improvements but for the nets more power to you, man. You just you just basically got it. I Top just got I, I just got a congratulatory text from somebody whose number I don't know that just says, "Congrats, Matt. No more D'Lo." Oh, that's from uh, Ariel. <laughs> okay, right, yeah. you didn't save his phone. I didn't save his phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My fiance is is she loves it. She's like good. Yeah, well, I don't I understand hate... all these Laker fans that love D'Lo, and I think it's just no, no, irrational. no. Like hates him. No, no. I know your oh, fiance yeah. hates him, and I yeah, hate him yeah. too. Oh, okay. but a lot of like all the guys I follow on Twitter, all the Laker fans I follow on Twitter, are losing their minds. Like, want to burn magic and stuff. Well, and I'm just like, dude, the guy's an asshole. Like, I don't know. Like, and also, I mean, I also no one loves Lonzo as much as I do. So I just love that it's basically means they're drafting Lonzo, turning it over to him. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say the argument, I got two things to say about that. One, look, maybe you move too fast, right? Because you don't need the cap space this year. Right. That's the thing. Maybe just wait a year. Maybe just, just let Lonzo get him going a little more, and then right. maybe you get a little more for him, right? But I just think they really didn't like the guy. I, like, I, 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 that's what I've heard. That's no, what I've heard from no, people connected. totally. But, like, you know what? Take the value. Like, deal with it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's this is the NBA's big boy sport. If you don't like him, you know, you got to figure out. You got to deal with it. Yeah, but, you um, see like, but you see, like, a guy like DeMarcus Cousins who, like, just ruined other players in Sacramento. Yeah, like he would like destroy other guys, and I don't think that that would happen with Lonzo. But maybe if he's like no, because Lonzo's going in and it's his team. Oh yeah, and well, you have they, Ingram. Not if they get Paul George, and you have Ingram, and if you have Paul George, D'Lo I think knows it's Paul George's team. Exactly, exactly. But the point being, it's clearly not Russell's team. And if you're Magic, you sit him down and say, "Look, like this is what I'm going to do unless you shape up. I'm going to trade you to the next." Also, there's val- <laughs> there, there's also yeah, there's value to being like. Look, this is how we run an operation. Yeah. If you're a shithead, you get traded. I don't care if you were drafted number two. Exactly. Like for future guys. Like yeah. future guys that come in and like, look, I will ship your ass out. Yeah. All right. We've talked. There's so much happening. We've talked way too long yeah. about this. I want to talk about what you're saying about the people on Twitter, though. Okay. Go you ahead. have to remember the people on Twitter don't really interact with real life people. <laughs> That's true. So That's like true. for them, they're like, this guy's great. Here's my numbers. Isn't it great? And then you're like, yeah, but he's a horrible person. It's like, well, I don't talk with people in real life. So isn't that. Yeah, yeah. Can't, wait, wait. You oh, you have to actually like be inter- around other people. You mean an NBA team isn't thirteen people sitting in a basement? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. That's John, weird. John going hard at the nerds. Today. Always go hard at the nerds. All right. So let's what go. What they can do? The nerds, let's go back can. in time to the next thing that happened, which was uh, there were rumors that uh, the Knicks are trading uh, Chris oh Knapp's Porzingis. So I'm just gonna read. Through. This was wonderful. Frequent guest Dave Feudernick, huge Knicks fan, huge KP fan. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read the texts to him this morning. That so, would that us three <laughs> yeah, were yeah. on. So this is from John. Stay off the internet today, Dave. Dave Dave clearly just waking up at ten ten a.m. Actors life. Commercial actors life. Everyone, if you can make it as a actor, yeah. it is really the dream life. It is pretty good. So Dave waking just rolling out of bed yeah, at ten. I'd, 10. Had, I'd been sitting in traffic for an hour to get to work. I'd by been, the way, I've been I'd, up. You I've been baby. I've been up since five a.m. with my baby <laughs> or raising another human. Um, so Dave rolls out of bed, cashes a few residual checks from his commercials, <laughs> and texts back. Watches his actor reel eight yeah. times in a row to, to get hyped. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he, see, he sees that John te- has texted him, stay off the internet today, Dave. And Dave texts back, ha, 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 why? <laughs> a minute goes by. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Another text. Another text. No. <laughs> Five minutes later, this is truly awful. <laughs> like, Unbelievable. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, oh, Dave. Man, tough day for New York. Shout out. Hey, shout out. Rest in peace to Prodigy of Mob Deep. Yeah. Tough, tough day in New York. You tough know. day in New York. Uh, it doesn't actually look like they're going to trade KP, but still, it just speaks to the dysfunction of the organization yeah. and how terrible it would be if you have a that they're actually thinking the, about trading their superstar, their second year a superstar. The only thing that's giving Knicks fans hope. The best thing was who was the tweet? Who tweeted out one of the you know it was a legit one saying like they worked out like marketing. Uh-huh. <laughs> So so we think he'll be just as good. Like we found another tall white guy. Right, right, right. right. They found, we should be fine. They found KP two point Yeah, just, we'll just we'll just, just do just that. Anybody. Yeah, he the was, guy who plays zero defense right. and averages two re he's a seven footer averages like point right. one rebounds a game. Well, well he'll just be Chris Dapps. That's why they call them unicorns, John. There's I know. a ton of them around. I know. You can easily just pick a yeah, unicorn like, up. Let's hope that uh, you know, Phil Jackson never gets no one sends him a Frank Kamisky uh, highlight reel. <laughs> right, right. You know. Right. Or a Plumley, um, yeah. Uh, so, it probably won't happen though. Yeah. I think. Sorry, sorry, and Dave. And Phil Jackson, um, I'm going to do a little name drop at the uh, All Star Game this year, which I was a part of. Oh right, well, you weren't a part of the All Star Game. You I were was there. a part of the festivities, of the festivities <laughs> yeah, by right, being right, there. Right, right. Uh, well, you did go to the Michael Jordan party. We did. So we did. I did eat Michael Jordan's birthday cake. So yeah. there you go. That's not a euphemism. That's though. not. Just that for is all not, people yeah. out there. Um, anyway. We interviewed Shaq for for some for work, and he said because they were asking him about you know Phil dealing with Carmel and how he does it, and he was like, "Look, this is what Phil does. He will just put this crap out in the media. You know how many times Kobe was almost traded. He thinks it's going to motivate Kristaps because oh. his seventy two year old brain is like, ah, Kristaps well, will get traded and then he'll shape up. And it's like, yeah, no, that's no, no. Well, we'll also just pay, get rid of you, it, Phil. It came out that. Uh, KP has had no contact with none, the Knicks. None. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe Phil is like, this is Phil. This, this will really scare him. Yeah, this oh, will scare him. Oh no, I might get traded off this dysfunctional team. Help. <laughs> I know. I might not have to play in the triangle. Right. Oh. <laughs> like, right, yeah. Like, right. What a Phil Jackson move. So moving again backwards, the other big news was uh, Dan Gilbert. Dan Gilbert, uh, owner of the Cavs, decides not to renew uh, the GM's contract, David Griffin. Wow. The GM who built this championship team, by all accounts, is a great guy, beloved by LeBron. And also, he did it in a real dick way where he like kind of strung oh, him along yeah. so that now all the other GM jobs are taken. Yep. So now he can't even get a new yeah. job. John, frankly, I'm shocked that Dan, Dan, Gilbert, uh, Dan, Gil- Dan Gilbert, a Trump supporter... Yeah. And a loan shark. And a opera- loan shark. <laughs> is and a, an and a billionaire and a loan shark. Who, wow. Who could have thought that this guy would be a jerk? Um, yeah. What is he, five foot two? Who knows? Is he, is he short? I think he, oh, yeah, he's short. Oh, Did okay. you ever see the picture of him holding his creepy photo of him holding his girlfriend? No. She's like 23, like might be a European mm-hmm. blonde. And he just she, like, his, she, his <laughs> arm goes up to like... Like he, her waist, right. and he's just creepy as hell. And she has uh, his name uh, tattooed in Comic Sans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has a tramp stand of oh, Dan Gilbert. So thing. gross. Um, it's it seems to just seem, or it, it, this appears like LeBron's gone then after next year, because LeBron, by all accounts, was blindsided by this and is a huge Griffin fan. So, yeah. Here's here's the thing. Lakers clearing, clearing space. Yeah, He's coming to LA. Here's the thing. Should I buy a jersey now, John? You should buy a jersey. Um, wait, there should be plenty of leftover jerseys from 2012 when the Lakers fans got all excited for LeBron again. Right, right. We have. Yeah. We, we just keep them on ice. Yeah, yeah, you keep them on ice. It's it's just a matter of time. Here's what I've heard from my inside sources. Ooh, okay. This is becoming a very insidery podcast. This is a very insidery podcast. Yeah. So so um, happy we have sources now. I know we actually yeah we right. have some real sources. Um, We've heard all the rumors, LeBron to Lakers and all this stuff, and people are saying his he wants to come to L.A. for movies, and his wife wants to leave. The truth is, he really loves Cleveland. His mm-hmm. wife loves Cleveland. The family is there. Uh, she didn't like Miami. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of lot. Who's of, your source on this, John? Is it uh, LeBron Jr.? It's it's LeBron Jr. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've been I've been catfishing him. I've been selling. I've been mailing him him. Uh, mailing him. I've been mailing him alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's how I got my source. I just mail him. You know, I, wow, I, the, the real lack security at the James it's, household. It's just, yeah, well, well, there's a there's a package with liquid in it for our 13 no, no, year old child. I, I hide it in a teddy bear. Okay. All right. And then uh, you know, I send him I send him candy. Uh 
No, no. There's look. So that's that's a hashtag hoop idea, though. We need to look into <laughs> sending <laughs> get, 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 sending sending alcohol to NBA players' kids to oh see if they can be sources for us. <laughs> we'll work on that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but yeah, there's like all these rumors. There is nothing that actually connects LeBron James to the Lakers. Mm. The only thing that connects them is they are the two things that people want to talk about. Well, I think the Lakers are the premier franchise in the league, <laughs> and LeBron is the premier player in the league. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. Um, um, but it's not going to happen. But what's Dan? Why? What, what, why? What's Dan Gilbert doing here? Does he just not want to pay the guy? Does he? Is he mad that David Griffin got too much credit for the championship? You what's never his, know. What's his play? You never know. It might be he's. What is it? He's never had a GM for three Maybe years. Maybe he just doesn't value the position. He does. I don't think he does. And look, the truth is a lot of it is LeBron mm-hmm. and Gilbert probably thinks that. Right. Um, but I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think it, it will matter too much. You think if LeBron, LeBron's leaving or staying regardless. Yeah. He's kind of, it's not going to matter who the GM is. Right. I think he's staying. I don't get the, like when you break down the Lakers thing, but he, it he, doesn't make any sense. He well, has, the, no, but the thing is like, he has real animosity towards Dan Gilbert. And so now he's like, well, I already won a ring there. I can leave. I mean, if he if he leaves, no one's going to be mad at him. He won them a championship, right? Yeah, but do you think that David Griffin was the only thing keeping LeBron on the Cavs? No, it's just, it's just like maybe if they want to go in a diff- different direction. I don't know. It's just... But they're going to go in LeBron's direction. You think so? I think... I think oh, Dan, absolutely. I think Dan Gilbert might be tired of it. Like, Dan no, Gilbert might be tired of paying no. the monies, paying the Channing Fries of the world and the, the J.R. Smith of the I world. I doubt it. I doubt right, it. We'll see. I really doubt it. I mean, look, maybe there's going to be a point where he doesn't pay a hundred million in luxury tax. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, Dan Gilbert knows the only chance he has of winning is LeBron. Look, absolutely. I will, I will say this to LeBron James. Okay. Okay. What you is this? You have to take a stand, Mr. James. Do you want to stand with a Trump supporter, or do you want to come to L.A., the progressive ownership of Jeannie Bus, the Bus family, and join us? You know, what do you believe in, LeBron? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> do you know? <laughs> yeah. No, he's not coming. To, I, I can't wait, John. I'm getting you a jersey when I've, when I've, he comes. I, look, Lakers fans say that, say this about everything. Well, uh, they said about Paul Paul George, and Paul George apparently is the biggest Laker fan in the entire world because <laughs> he's like <laughs> sabotaging his. You know what value. the best thing about this is? Here's mm-hmm. here's my favorite thing about Lakers fan. They have talked like ridiculous crap. For the last seven years, like mm-hmm. we're getting LeBron, we're getting Carmelo and Russell Westbrook, we're gonna get Kevin Love and all mm-hmm. this, and now you might get Paul George, mm-hmm. and you guys are like, "We'll see." We're mm-hmm. back at it. Here's the thing: your team's still really, really bad. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be excited for that. I mean, you just had to dump the number three pick for nothing. It was the number two pick. Oh, it was the number two pick. I and forgot. It wasn't yeah. nothing. Yes. Yeah, the so. number 27 pick we got. Oh, that's in a, <laughs> in a worse draft. Great job. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I, I mean. I'm happy for Paul George that he loves the Lakers so much, but I do not know why he wants to go to Lakers. Like, it just seems insane you know, to me. Yeah. And I was the also, funny, wh- like, why does he want to go to Lonzo's team? We just said this is Lonzo's this team. This is Lonzo's Paul. team. Sorry. It's Lonzo's team. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I it looks like it's going to happen. Like we should probably just talk about it next week because <laughs> everything's moving too <laughs> yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't. But and from what I was saying earlier, the people that actually know LeBron, like they say, like no one knows. No like, one. Knows. Everyone like all the speculation of Lakers, like no one knew. No I, one. I, no one knew about going back to Cleveland until the week of. I feel now, like Dwayne he, Wade didn't know. I feel like he LeBron had kind of had that. And it just sort of, yeah, I've, I did come together last second. Maybe. Yeah. No, he, like, Wade signed his contract. And then the next day, LeBron was like, nah, I'm leaving. <laughs> Pat Riley drafted Shabazz Napier to, uh, exactly. to, like, placate LeBron. And so when they're like, oh, he might go to LOS, the Lakers, it's like, first of all, it doesn't even make sense because why would you go to the West? Right. Well, I mean, I think if Why? He, it's so much harder. But if you're washed, I mean, if you're LeBron and you're like, this is the twilight of your career, you want to be in L.A. where your businesses are, maybe you get a couple no, of another no. ba- banana boat crew. That's the thing. Complete opposite. If you you're in basketball, you don't want to be dealing with all this crap. Yeah. It's better that he's far away. And Also, maybe you want to keep your wife out of L.A. Yeah. So when you're and she in L.A. Wa- here's the other thing. She wants to keep him out of L.A. Ah. There's more girls in L.A. and Miami than there is in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that's the big thing. Like she doesn't want to do all that. Mm, Okay. All right. Uh, So let's get – now we're going further back in time. All the way to yesterday. 
all the way to yesterday, a let's, whole 24 hours away. Let's let's talk about something that maybe is getting you hyped up, John. Markel Fultz to the Sixers. Oh, welcome, my friends, <laughs> to Calangelo <laughs> Island. <laughs> Finally, the rest of the people all are here. This is John. It's only the- been it's only been me. <laughs> for new for new listeners, that's John's uh, Hawaiian accent. <laughs> that's my my island accent, brother. Any island any island has that accent. Oh man! Once you get once oh, you're surrounded by water Matt, on four sides, you Matt, start talking like that. Can this. I just talk? About Go ahead. I'm, this is your, this you is, have the floor. This is you have the floor. This I was feels planning on just so letting you. Good. I was planning on just letting you speak on your reaction you know, to this trade. Let's just say just so everyone knows what the trade is. Number three pick for the number one pick, and the Sixers throw in next year's Lakers pick if it's two through five. Following year's Sacramento, the following year's, the du- if it's not it's two the better, through five, it's the better pick of Philly and Sacramento. Sacramento yeah, right. Unless it's number one, it yeah. doesn't matter. It's Sa- a first round. It's a future first round pick. Yeah. Well, Philly a will probab- be a, probably a good first. Well, round pick. Philly will be in the playoffs in two years, mm-hmm. so they're out of the lottery. Maybe like the twenty seventh pick, probably. Right. Uh, <laughs> Sacramento with Buddy Heald will probably be like the twenty fifth pick. <laughs> right. So, so maybe not so a good. Good, pick. Jo- good job, Danny Ainge. Yeah. Good job. Uh, but you know, it's just. It's almost tiring being right all the time. Oh, hold on. Let's also, for listeners, John is basically the only Sixers fan who loves Brian Callahan. Yeah. Who, yeah. who just unconditionally loves him from the start. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. Uh, when you're a visionary like I am. Oh, and, I, I, mean, see, I mean like literal love, like love between like, two men. Like, <laughs> like literal like, love. Not, not platonic, like romantic yeah. love. Yep. Like in Greek, the the Greek eros. Okay. <laughs> the, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah, that yes. type of in love. In its purest sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when you when you share that bond with another individual, uh-huh. uh, it just feels you know it's a little bittersweet that everyone has finally seen what I've seen. They're but at late the to same the party. time, they're a little late to the party. But right. you know what? Only one of us gets to dance with Brian. <laughs> Only one of us gets to dance with Brian. John is so happy as <laughs> I ever seen John. <sighs> it's a uh, look. You love the trade, obviously. I All love the, the Sixers fans seem to love the trade. It's it's a great trade, and I'll say this: uh, kind of the same thing with with this other trade that we talked about earlier. It makes sense for Celtics too, in that that's very, very big of you to say. Yeah, no, I think it's a good look. I think they'll be wrong, but let's put it this way: if you think. And I, my guess is they take Jason, uh, Jason Tatum, not Josh Jackson. Right. That's that's the word coming out. Yeah. And if if you're Danny Ainge and you think that, which I think is wrong, but if you believe that, then Jan- moving back two spots and getting an extra pick is a good move. Are you sure you want to say that Jason Tatum might not be good? Because Danny Ainge has a stellar, stellar draft record. record. By the way, <laughs> early shout out. Go listen to the Bill Simmons podcast where he talks about the trade with oh his dad. God, that was Did you listen to this? I didn't hear the dad part Oh, my yet. God. So his dad comes in, and his dad is actually – this, this is shocking. His dad is, like, the most sane Celtics fan I've ever heard. Oh, really? His dad's like, Danny Ainge is a horrible drafter. And Bill's like, I don't – I don't know where the I don't know where this narrative comes from that, that Ainge is a horrible drafter. Let me read you his picks. Then Bill Simmons reads Danny Ainge's picks, and it's like a dumpster fire. Like it is like worse than I remember. And the dad's like, uh huh, yeah, that guy's bad, that guy's bad, that guy's bad. Okay, Jalen Brown might turn into something, and that's about it. Yeah. And at the end, Bill Simmons goes, okay, whatever. He had some hits, hits and misses. <laughs> yeah. Look, here's the thing, because and it's funny, because I got on Twitter and I said, look, here's the deal. And this was before the protections came out. Mm-hmm. He's, and I was like, look, Danny Ainge isn't an idiot, right? He has a reason for doing this. I don't know what the reason is yet, and the reason could be wrong. I think I think the reason is they don't think Markel Fultz uh, is any good, or they yeah. don't think he's worth the number one pick. Yeah, and that might be what they think. And I think, actually, looking back on everything that happened, I think all that stuff out of L.A. about, because now it's coming out that the Lakers, and who knows, we, who knows what to believe, but now the Lakers are basically saying they wanted Lonzo... Lonzo was number one. Lonzo on was board. always the pick, but he they saying they wanted him more than Fultz. So I wonder if all that stuff we said it was a conspiracy theory last week that maybe they were trying to get Boston not to take uh, Lonzo. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like so all that stuff, oh, okay. with all that it, stuff. So they couldn't hold him hostage, right? So they, all that stuff was like you know, and then because it seems like both the Lakers and Boston have looked at Fultz and gone, mm, we don't think so. Yeah, but I, again, we don't know anything. Like yeah. all, you don't believe any of the stuff that you hear. And also, like when you look at it. Um, Look, when you look at it, you also have to remember Celtics have too many guards. 
Right. Right. So then, so maybe they're like, you know what? Maybe Markel isn't better than Isaiah. Maybe we'd rather ride with him for a few more years. You know, he's not going to be that much better. Or, than, yeah. Or maybe they really like Tatum. And, and maybe they, like, and Tatum fits them better. Right. You know. So and for the Sixers, though, everyone at three wasn't what they needed. Yeah. They all had flaws, except maybe Malik Monk, which would have been too much. Which would have been a reach. Yeah. So. The thing works, but here's my thing. This was a tough trade for me because I'm someone who hates Brian Colangelo mm. and also hates Danny Ainge. Ooh, but I was awesome. like, mm, good trade for both guys. Kinda, it kind of worked <laughs> out for was, both. Yeah. Now, see, and this is what's funny because I went on Twitter and I said, look, I don't think Ainge is an idiot. You know, and everyone wrote back, oh, Ainge is an but, idiot. Ainge is an idiot. One of one of this this, this is the podcast listen to uh, exponent. This it's tech podcast. Ben Thompson. One of the things he always says is a way to do really bad analysis is to assume everyone's an idiot. You should assume people are smart and then figure out why they're doing what they're doing. Yes. And that's what, that was my thing. And of course, you know... And oh, unless, uh, sorry. Uh, then he said, unless it's uh, James Dolan and Phil Jackson. Yes. Then yes. you can then then you then assume, assume they're yeah. that's what, Sorry, he says that. And that's what I... Well, actually, I said, like, we're not dealing with Vlade Divac. Right, right, right. Like, Ainge has well, a reason. Well, there, with Vlade, it's like... I don't think Vlade's dumb. He's just like, he was brand new to the job. Yeah. Thrown into it, has no experience. And also dumb. I don't think Vlade's dumb. Eh. I don't know. He's a gregarious man. Eh. He's made a lot of money. He's made a lot of money in his life. He's made a lot of money. Did he though? (laughs) All right. Um, All right. So the idea is, look, Ainge isn't it. And then, so my two responses of everyone telling me I was them dumb is one, uh, your your favorite player in the world, Sam Hinkie, said he should have been GM of the year. So just stop right there. So if Hinkie, Hinkie thinks he's smart, he's probably a smart guy. Mm -hmm. And two, look. Everyone tweeted me Danny Ainge's draft record. Look how bad he is. Look how bad he is. But the thing that everyone is missing, and I agree, he's, he hasn't drafted well. He's only had two inside the top 10 in the last eight years. Okay? Of those two, Jalen Brown, mm-hmm. probably looks, the one, third best player. I, that one looks good to me. Right? That one looks, And also, he was not expected to go three. He was expected to go eight. Yeah. And he looks better than all the guys and gone after And he looks him. pretty good. As he, much as it pains me to admit, Jalen Brown probably looks, made like, sense. looks like a good the pick. The other in the top ten was Marcus Smart at six. That, it, one, that, one's, who else you, that one's tough, too, because I don't like Marcus Smart, but... None of the guys is, taken after him or that? Is anyone taken after him? I, I do. I, I still ride for Julius Randle a little bit. But. Okay, fine. But you're not going to. It's not like a, wow, you missed. Right. It's not a You didn't pass miss. up on Chris Stops for Okafor. Right. Or, I mean, Sarich, I think you'd rather have than Smart, yeah, probably. Okay, but, but he wasn't coming over. He wasn't over. coming Great. over. Great. So, really, you're saying this guy can't draft. What do, you, what do you expect from a bunch of 25th picks, well, also, 16th picks, 17th picks? They're not going to be stars. What's so hard about this when you're evaluating GMs? I know we. We crap on Danny Ainge all the time, but it's such a small sample size. You're looking at like he's ten. Had, no, he's had like ten years of. Traffic. I mean, but that's ten observations in statistics. That's a very <clears throat> oh, small, oh yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. very small sample size in statistics. Yeah, yeah. Even guys who are good drafters, it's like they could like Sam Presti. He could have just gotten real lucky. You know? Yeah. So yeah. So I don't think. Look, I'm not saying Ainge is a great drafter, but what at you, the same sorry, time, what you what you what you would really like to see doing in order to evaluate these guys if these guys had to publish their draft boards that would be if the you real could thing. see their ordering year after year then then you could actually evaluate who's good who's good at drafting who's bad at drafting exactly but like look yes he messed up on Fab Mello but who who was after him you know what i mean like oh that's tough i think Draymond was or whatever <laughs> yeah. uh, but you know what i mean like we 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 can't judge a guy who's only picked 16th to 20th for five years and been like this guy sucked when the two times he was in the top 10 he he probably did the best he could are you just being super nice to just <clears throat> make celtics fan feel better because they all hate this trade no for the celtics fans again i think he's going to miss i mm-hmm. think he thinks tatum's going to be really good i think tatum will be could be good and he might fit the celtics better than markel fultz was right but i do knock the trade for him because because that was before when this was like, it's the Lakers pick in Sacramento. And I was like, okay, I'd still do it. But then I look at the protections and I'm like, wait, so the Lakers pick, it has to be two to five. Right. right. <clears throat> Even if we get lucky and get the number one pick, like we get to keep it as a right. Sixers fan. So great for us. Two to five. If they get Lonzo and Paul George, they're not going to be the second or fifth working. So then it goes to Sacramento. Right. Sacramento, everyone's like, oh, Sacramento sucks. Here's the thing. They're kind of on the up. Like getting rid of Demarcus Cousin was the best thing they could do. Yeah, they have. They it looks like they're sort of headed in the right direction. Yeah. So now you got De'Aaron Fox. If they get De'Aaron, if Fox. they get De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Heald, Scal, 
and a couple little things. I'm not saying they're going to be good, but, but I doubt it, they'll be it, top four bottom. I mean, it, where <clears throat> where where would it have been this year? Would it have been like uh, like seven or something like that this year? Uh, they seven or finished eight, somewhere in there. Th- yeah, ninth so, maybe yeah. somewhere in now, there. Now, but that was a boogie season. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it could be in and that they, range again. Yeah, which that's not great. That's not great. Yeah, and especially for the Sixers to get the thing about Markel Fultz, and I know we were talking about him earlier, right? I don't think he's going to be a super superstar. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's LeBron James, Anthony Davis, or those, those type of number one. <clears throat> I don't think he's that, and very small chance of that. Maybe it happens. You know, he he has he has the talent, but I just don't think he has that. You know, the, he doesn't have that extra. It doesn't he? Doesn't like. it doesn't feel like he has extra. But for the Sixers, he is the perfect fit. Mm-hmm. Like we are talking like. If you're going to run in there with Ben Simmons as your point guard and Joel Embiid, you want a guy who can play on and off the ball. He's the only one that can get a real bucket. He can shoot the three. He can run pick and roll. He can pass. He's unselfish. And he's big. He's 6'5", 6'10", wingspan. There's no better player in the draft for him. Well, except for Lonzo Ball. But I don't think him and Simmons play really that well together. Oh. I love Lonzo. Mm-hmm. Don't get, I, I would take Lonzo number one over Fultz. Mm-hmm. But there is a little bit where Lonzo would be better with the ball in his hands all the time. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Simmons. Fultz, I think, is a little better off ball. And a lot his, of people and say pick and roll. A lot of people say that Lonzo's better off the ball, though. So he is, but he's. But I think you want to be like Lonzo. This is your team. Mm-hmm. You make this thing go. You're the you're the captain. I don't think you need to do that with Fultz. I think it's he's actually better when he's not the captain, mm-hmm. and so that's why I think it's more perfect. We will see. We will see. I'm happy for you, John. I won't rain on your parade. Um, you this, can't. This, this episode. But I have, I have something special planned for you this summer where I'm going to rain on your parade. Uh, be, be, be on the lookout for it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. What is that just like? A, well, no, we'll, a, see, we'll see in the summertime you, oh. when, you, when you least expect it. Wow. Want some more breaking news? Yeah, yeah. Breaking news. Breaking news. Again, the NBA is on fire. All right. David Aldridge. Lakers. Per source, this is so. There's nothing really happened. Per source, sources engage Sacramento in talks that would have sent the second pick to the Kings for Sac's first two rounders, number five and ten. Hmm. The Lakers would have then packaged one of the Kings' pick with 27 and 28, along with a player in offer to Indy for Paul George, but Kings said no. Wow. Why? Why? I I trade the five and ten for two. Yes. Get Lonzo? I would get Lonzo. I mean, I we love Lonzo on this podcast. I would totally get Lonzo. That's wild. Yeah. Also, if I'm the Lakers, I'm barely offering anything for Paul, for Paul George. That's a it's, that's it, an interesting it, one. It's nice to get him now, but like, I mean, yeah, the I saw on Twitter that it was the 27, the 28, and Clarkson or or Randall. Uh, or Randall. I'd do that. I'd probably do that. I yeah. think the Lakers need to be careful because if Indiana decides to trade Paul George for. Uh, Kevin Love, uh-huh. that's probably the best they're going to get, right? Kevin. Oh Love. yeah, of course. If and the then, Cavs are off, whoever's running. The and Cavs if I was the Cavs, I'd probably do it because yeah, one year. Because LeBron is leaving for the Lakers after a year, anyways. <laughs> so. Well, one year of LeBron mentoring and showing Paul George what it's like to be there. Mm-hmm. Then the Cavs also have bird rights, so they can offer him even more, right? And his salary will be about the same as Kevin Love's, right? He's actually making less than Kevin Love right now. Right. And he just fits better, you know? So the Lakers might not even get him. Yeah. It's going to be hard for Paul George if he's in the finals and he's in game six or seven that he's going to then give up a fifth year of guaranteed money to go to the Lakers. So you got to be careful. You do want to get him if you can. I wouldn't give up too much for him, but... I'm surprised that the Kings said that. Well, no, because the Kings always do something. Kings be Kings. Because the, kings, the, here's the what kings, kings stay Kings. Kings are like, we want Aaron Fox. We want Aaron Fox, Fox so yeah, much. He's our guy. But it's like, just, just take Lonzo. Actually, you know what they would have done? They would have moved up to two and then drafted De'Aaron Fox. <laughs> right, right, that would have right. been the thing. Instead of just letting him fall to five. Um, wow, that's going to be bad. Speaking of the draft, I have... This will be a first year, hopefully a tradition. I have our draft board, John. Oh, we have a draft this board. This is we you, have and, you and me and combined draft board. Uh, so basically the way this draft board, this will be our draft board, so you can check to see how good we are later on if you know if if our if our order matches up with what actually happens in terms of how these players turn out. Okay. Um, 
Yeah. So what we did is we have we we decided on the order together, and then you know you wrote a description, then I wrote a description. We, we traded off. We did. Yeah. And oh, oh, we, oh yeah, yeah. I remember, remember this. Remember I, this? I think I remember this. Yeah. yeah, yeah and what yeah. you need to know though, uh, just you know, is that John is you know he's in love with Brian Colangelo. So That's just true. You just need to know that going into yeah, this yeah. list. All right. So number blind one, blind by my love. Yeah. Right, right. I almost don't even remember what I wrote. So number one, we have uh, Lonzo Ball. Uh, of course, as a podcast, we love Lonzo Ball. He's our number one guy. And John, you told me that your ranking of balls are number three, Lavar, number two, Lonzo, number one, Brian Colangelo's. <laughs> that was your notes. That was your notes uh, on, uh, on Lonzo headlines. Ball. What is this? <laughs> this is our draft board. It's, it's, not, headlines. it's not headlines. Okay. Number two. Draft board. Uh, Number two is Jonathan Isaac. Uh, mm. I wrote. We, I like John. I like uh, Jonathan Isaac a lot. Oh, the advanced okay. stats like him, and he yeah. looks, and he looks like Ron Artest. There's no joke here. This is just my actual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really tall. Yeah, yeah. this is my actual order. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three is Fultz. Now you wrote the description of, of Fultz. You say remind that, me what I said. Yeah, you say that you have him this low because he might steal your bri bri away from you. So oh, I guess bri bri is Brian Colangelo. Yeah, that's <laughs> a, we. I like to go. You know, we mix it up. Uh, number Draft four. Board. Number four, Josh Jackson. Uh, he's super competitive. Uh, yeah. I think he's. It. You know, we talked about this. I think. Yeah, his you floor, were saying that. his floor will be a starter. So I like him. I like him. Uh, number five, De'Aaron Fox. Um, you wrote this one, John. Oh, I did. You say oh, remind uh, me what I wrote. You say his his intangibles are incredible, just like Brian Colangelo's unmentionables. Drop board. <laughs> Man, I was wow. Number I six. was on one when I wrote that. <laughs> you were in love. I was on one. <laughs> Number six. I have OG Ananobi. I just like the guy. I think he could be a steal. Okay. So I, I have him as the sixth best player. Uh, number seven. Uh, we have Lowry Markinen and uh, Big Mark. You wrote about him. You say he's tall, white, and handsome. Uh, almost the complete package. Needs to start rocking large collared shirts. So oh. that's, your, that's your tip I, for him. I, That's kind of my, my, my thing. Draft uh, board. Number eight, uh, Frankie Nicotine. I don't know anything about him, but I just know he's a European guard. So mm-hmm. he's big. I don't know. I, 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 I think he could be good. Uh, number nine is Zach Collins. Zach Collins. And you wrote, see my scouting report for marketing. So you also think he should be wearing uh, big collared shirts, apparently. Um, Trap board. <laughs> number 10, Malik Monk. Um, and you wrote, uh, he's smooth, like the collared shirts I iron for Brian Colangelo every morning. Trap board. That's our top 10. We'll wow, see that, that was out. a good top 10. I, f- I forgot writing that. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, you know, love will do, love will do weird love things. Do, love will do crazy that things to your mind. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you know, on Colangelo Island, days become nights. Right. Becomes, you don't even nights remember. Nights become nights. Nights, nights become, become steamy nights. nights. Yeah, nights become steamy <laughs> nights, you know? Uh, that's actually, honestly, my order, though, for this draft. So you can check with me in a year to see how right it was. I will remind listeners that when I do my over and over-unders, I do my top six. I've been five and one both years. Whoa. So, um, You're rich. You yeah. should be rich. I might know a little more than these draft guys out there. I'm just saying that. <laughs> Probably. Oh, man. Another thing that happened this week, John, uh, that I loved was KD got in a bunch of Twitter fights. Yeah, he's back, right? Yeah. So I thought I'd give you a, I thought I'd give you a quiz based on KD's tweet- tweeting. I don't know if you'll, you'll indulge me on this. Um, so I'm going to tell you what someone tweeted at KD, and then you have to tell me the correct response. Okay, say this the, one more time. So you, I'm going to tell you what someone tweeted at KD. Okay. Then I'll give you options, and you have to pick what the proper response would be. Okay. Okay. The one KD of, actually, and one, one of them, them would be one of them will be Katie's, one. One of them is Katie. Katie. Okay. Okay. Got so it. So someone tweeted at him, "Bro, you are the most swaggerless star of all time. Shame on you for being so goddamn boring." Now, do you tweet back a swaggerless star? Question mark. Explain this one to me, so I should be more like you or somebody else. I'm lost. Or B, shame on you for boring shaming me. Many of us are born with boring guy disease. There's nothing we can do about it. Most boring people cope with the affliction by hosting NBA podcasts other than super hoopers. Just be thankful I don't do, do, don't, don't do that. Or do you do C, tweet nothing because you're Kevin Durant? <laughs> well, I would think problem with two, even though it's really good, it's probably more than 140 characters. So you, got, you know, there's got to be. Multi, you gotta, it's a thread. It's a thread. It's a thread. Yeah, yeah. Thread, thread coming in. Thread coming in. Yeah. You know, uh, let's get a little game theory. Uh, number three makes sense because he's because you're Kevin because, Durant. Because and Kevin Durant just won the title. And he just won the it title. Seems like you have better thing to do than being yeah. on Twitter. But I'll go with one. Okay, that's right. that, that. That's what Katie actually did. Is that did. what he did? That's what he did. Oh, that's what he did. Okay, All right. wow, interesting. Wow. Uh, next really one. Weird. 
Someone tweeted at someone tweeted at him. Also, Katie, I heard you like it when girls fart in your face. Did you ask Dre to do that too? No. So option A, bruh, really? The fart in your face comeback? You were doing so well. Or do you tweet B? Yes. I love that. The true reason for my awful goatee is to catch the poo particles. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> or C, tweet nothing because you're Kevin fucking Durant. I'd probably go C with that one. <laughs> yeah, okay. <clears throat> All right, last one. Uh, someone tweeted at him, he cares so much about your input. I'm sure he can't sleep at night. Do you tweet back A, I can't sleep at night because I'm too busy finding people to fart on me. <laughs> B, I, I really can't sleep at night because I really can't sleep uh, at night, but mainly because I force myself to stay woke. Okay. Or, sweet, or C, tweet nothing because you're Kevin Durant. Mm, that one's tough. I like letting people know I'm woke. Uh Probably still C. Probably C because you're Kevin C, Durant. Probably I'm Kevin C. Durant because I, I have millions and millions of dollars. So B is what he actually tweeted. Uh, oh, really? I really can't sleep at night, but mainly because I force myself to stay woke. Now, I can't decide if Kevin Durant tweeted that as a joke or he thought he was being serious. Hmm. Like, I can't tell, you know, like. I feel like that. Do you think he's like, oh, I'm being super clever right now? Yeah, I think he thinks like that's like one of his boys wrote that one. Right, he was probably okay. like, what should I write? Whoa, these, these and guys, they're like, whoa, these guys are really this. good. You think Bill Simmons wrote that? Yeah, probably. He was probably, hey, Bill. <laughs> hey, Bill, help Bill, me out with this. The media is out to get me. <laughs> the media is out to get help me. Help me out with this tweet. Yo, can you help me out? You're my best friend. Yeah. And then Bill, uh, you know, got off his knees and uh, helped write that tweet. <laughs> That's John Hill. Said that. <laughs> that's that's just, just, let me just be clear. That yeah, was John no, Hill, not Matt I have no Hill. affiliation with right. the ringer whatsoever. Right. Uh, don't even right. follow him on Twitter. Uh, all right. Well, John, I don't know if you're scoring. I think you get two out of three. I don't know whatever. Okay, was. whatever. Actually, hey. all, the, all the correct answers were uh, C, tweet nothing. Yeah, tweet nothing. Because you're uh, Kevin fucking Durant. Yeah. What if he was like, there was probably a one point where he was like, Tweeting too much, or someone's like, "Man, you gotta get off your phone." Like you can. Well, like, apparently, you shouldn't do this unless you're a champ. And he was probably like, "All right." He was on an airplane, and he was like, "Oh, I was on an airplane. I was bored." It's like, do, do you not know about movies or books? <laughs> do you not know about the existence of entertainment, Kevin? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure whatever plane you're on. I'm pretty sure you're not. Sure. You're not on Spirit Air here. Yeah, any movie would be better. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're in first class. Yeah. Any movie would be better than like tweeting at trolls on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, even Thunderstruck, I have to yeah, imagine, yeah, yeah. is better than yeah. tweeting at trolls. You know what? Look, when you're the champ, you got to do what you want. That's true. That's true. Like. And more power apparently what he wants to do is, is just get, have people feed, fart on his face. Feed the trolls. Yeah, feed the trolls. Uh, get at me, dog. Should we do a get at me, dog? Let's do it. This is where John and I tweeted NBA players to score points if they respond. This week, I we like did. You're going fast. I, you know, just, you know, because people who know the game, you know, it's boring for them to hear the instructions. That's true. That's true. Um, also, you know, if people going at two times speed, they'll be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. what did he yeah. just say? I got to I gotta slow down. If anyone is going <laughs> whoa, at whoa. two times speed, turn that crap off. It's disrespectful I've, I've found the to optimal. the work that we put into this. That probably sounded normal speed, right? Yeah, that's normal speed. Uh, I, for our podcast, I found the optimal speed to listen to it is it's between 1.2 and 1.4, actually. No, for, it's at one speed. Okay. The way we and God intended. No, I like it. I like it at 1.2, to be honest. Ugh. Um, all right. This week we did Justin Jackson. We did both Justin Jackson. Both so Justin Jackson. In this draft class, there's a Justin Jackson from UNC. Yep. And a Justin Jackson from Maryland, although the guy from Maryland withdrew. But anyways, we decided we're going to tweet something at them, and we're just going to tweet the same thing at both and, and see, see, what we get. see if either responded. So I tweeted, at Justin Jackson, you're a top five talent, but your normal name is holding you back. Here are some suggestions for better names you could use. So then I gave him a list of better names, all right? Here's yeah. the here's the list. Just JJ, Justin Jack Father, or Justin Jack No One's Son, Justin Jackson, or sorry, Justice Jackson, De Justin Jackson, Jack Justin Son, Justin, I kind of look like Matt Barnes Jackson, because he look kind of looks like Matt Barnes. A little bit. Justin Mick Jackson, or Roberto Flames. Any of those I think is better. <laughs> How long was that? Tweet. Did well, the the names were like a note that I screenshot. Oh, okay. So okay, I did a little little feudy, little, oh, little feudy cheat. Tweet. Yeah, that's good. All right, what'd you, what'd you yeah. tweet? I I did this really late. I did this right before we recorded. I messed up, so not proud of it. But I wrote, proud to call Justin Jackson a close and personal friend. College won't be the same without you, fam. Fifth floor for life. <laughs> Just, just hoping to confuse him. Maybe they'd be like, "Oh, is that the dude?" You're hoping that Wait, John, he was 
Was yeah. he? Yeah. Uh, no, he? I, I don't mind it, John. I don't mind it. Yeah, did, did you, get, you tweet that to both of them? Yeah. Uh, I didn't know the guy wasn't wasn't leaving college. So uh, you get a response? No. Yeah. That neither, was neither did I. Neither Mine did I. was bad. Yours wasn't. Mine was uh, mine's better on the page. Yeah. When you read it, 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 you're probably right. When probably you read better. it, it's funny. Yeah. Uh, should we do headlines? Let's do it. All right, John. I'm just warning you. There's some rough headlines in this oh, one, man. so please edit. You're editing this episode. Oh, so please I'm edit. Not, I'm edit, not. edit freely. <clears throat> All right. Ready? Yeah. Internet sleuths revealed that LeBron is 0-4 in the NBA Finals when a Transformer movie comes out. Did you know this? This is true. <laughs> this is true. crazy. Transformers director Michael Bay commented, I make Transformer movies for two reasons. To torture LeBron and to torture everyone who watches them. Headlines! Yeah, those movies are bad. Obama sent a congratulations text to Durant. Meanwhile, Trump sent a congratulations text to noted conservative Spencer Hawes. He called the Warriors title fake news and said whatever team has the most whites wins. Headlines. Probably true. Probably true. Probably uh, a little truth to that. That's what makes it funny. Steve Kerr uh, said, sometimes I get tired of doing the humble thing. I want to be more like Draymond. So let me be the first to say, I cannot wait to open Snapchat tonight and see Steve Kerr's dick. <laughs> Headline. That was good. That was a good one. Uh, only leaving, leaving that one in. LeBron said that only two people can score on him in the post. Shaq and Jesus. This just in. Breaking news. The Sacramento Kings just signed a Mexican prospect named Jesus. Headlines. You don't like that one. That was okay. okay. Cut that one out. No, I'll leave it. Uh, Ian Bagley. Uh, oh, Nick's, Bagley. Nick's, Nick's reporter, Ian Bagley, reported that several teams are interested in trading for Porzingis. Ooh. Ian Bagley later reported his first name was Ian and his last name was Bagley. Headlines. It's obvious, you know. KP's good. I mean, we, yeah, need people, okay. we know people are interested right. in him. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, there's a store in Indiana giving out uh, Paul George uh, gear for free. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw that. I yeah, saw that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When reached for comment, the Pacers said, We were so inspired by their generosity that we're going to give away Paul George for free. Headlines. All right. Shoutouts and beefs. Shout yeah, and let's beefs. do it. Yeah, wow, we're, this is a long pod, so. Yeah, I think we're good. If you got we're any good. important ones. Um, what do I got? What do I got? I'm going to shout out Aaron Fox, dad of De'Aaron Fox. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, his dad said of Lonzo Ball that his son ate his ass twice. Ooh. So congrats to De'Aaron Fox, new member of the Eat a Booty Gang. Eat a Booty Gang. <laughs> Eat a Booty Gang, Eat new member. Gang. Yeah, new member. Ate his ass twice. That was always the weirdest diss. What that? Yeah, yeah, he's like, it's true. Like it's when true. rappers be like, "Man, it's true." I'll eat the ass. Like what? Maybe it's a prison thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I got Oh, I got a shout out. I got a Paul George shout out. Uh, this is good. I don't know if you saw this, but Paul George, he was being recruited by Penn State, okay, and he didn't go there because he said he got a weird vibe from the football coaches no really he yes. said that yes why did he meet the coaches apparently they like you know came by just to say hi or oh something. okay you know like part of the visit and he's like he got a he said he got a real creepy vibe from the football coaches this is paul george they, they, he said it at the time so this wasn't like later on oh, oh he at was, the time he's like when he went to fresno state he was like yeah i got a weird vibe from the penn state this is before it all came out that's so crazy so paul george is like a pedophile detector he should like just quit he should he quit should and just, just like go. walk around yeah. hunting pedophiles. He should like yeah, <clears throat> he should like you know go to Comet Pizza and look for it. Yeah. Um, you got any? You know, John? Um, no. Okay. Not really. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, I, I, I I'll, I'll I'll do one. This will be my okay. fi- This will be my final one. This, this one is really. Uh, this man. This is a lot of. This one's. This one's gonna be really hard. Okay. Just. Okay. I'm gonna admit. I'm gonna admit a lot of things. Wow. In this. This is great. This is gonna be real, real tough. Wow. Um, this is a beef with myself. Okay? Uh oh. It's something we have to address. So last week on the pod, um, we had Stephen B. Smith. Stephen B. Smith. We yeah, had we did. Stephen B. Yeah. Smith on the pod. Yeah. Analytics guru. Analytics guru may or may not have been voiced by myself. May have been their actual Stephen B. Smith. I think it was. I mean, May I remember have, calling okay, him right. in. It sounded like he was calling. Oh, that's that, okay. Right. Yeah, he didn't but, sound like he was in a okay, room. Okay. Well, I may have really enjoyed that segment and Googled Stephen B. Smith to see if anybody was talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like Googling yourself, right? <laughs> you were trying to Google a character? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And what came up 
was that Frank Caliendo does no. a Stephen B. No! Smith character. You yeah. stole from Frank Caliendo. I didn't, I didn't steal, but what, it's almost more depressing than stealing to know that your comedy mind works the same, same as, as Frank Caliendo, <laughs> noted hack. He's not a hack. I love so, Frank. Frank's good. Just to review the beef, I Googled myself, found out I stole a bit from Frank Caliendo. So I think in, I think it's pretty low. It's it was a rough. It was That's a dark really moment. Low. Dark moment uh, wow. for me. Uh, but you know, I, I actually like this R. Stephen B. Smith character because it's different. Because oh wait, it says other comedians who do this character. It says right here, Carrot Top. <laughs> Carlos Mencia. Oh, man. Oh, wow. This is bad. I know it's bad. This is Um, bad. Although, in my defense, it's not. Our character is an analytics guru. His character is just a Stephen A. Smith impression. Oh, okay. Um, Fair. I love his Bill Walton. Mm -hmm. It's a good Bill Walton. I want to bring back our character, Stephen B. Smith, John, but I think we need to call it Stefan Smith or Stephen Smith. (laughs) I think we need to switch up the name. It's not as good as Stephen B, but yeah, Stephen B's so good. We can't, we can't be stealing from Frank yeah. Galliano unknowingly or now knowingly. Wow. Look, it's very big That's of you. That's a rough one. Very big of you yeah. to admit to admit my many failings. Your many failings, but yeah. it's at the end of the podcast. Because so no usually one... the audience just has to listen to you and right. then and like note your failings. Like, oh yeah. wow, that's really bad. That's yeah. bad. But it's really big that we actually made it into the shout out to mm-hmm. beef. I didn't. I it's didn't tough. think you'd ever get there. It's tough, as Michael Scott says. Uh, you know, it takes a big man to to admit it, and I am that big man. Yeah, you so, are. You're yeah. that big man. Wow. Um, I don't know. I just look. I got just shout out, shout out to all the Sixers fans that had to deal with this crap for the last four years. Well, shout out to retweet Armageddon. That retweet was great. Armageddon was pretty great. Yeah. And it was funny because I got caught up in it because, and this was great because someone had posted. So let's just say retweet Armageddon is when all the the Sixer fans retweeted all the bad takes. Yeah. From the past seven years, anybody who retweeted who, who tweeted about Sam Hankey or something yeah, like that, yeah, all the people that said like this one work, those tweets, people have been saving them to throw it in their face. Yeah, led by the Rights to Ricky Sanchez podcast, which you probably listen to. I like I, I'm gonna lead a retweet Armageddon for Lonzo Ball. All the people, all the draft Knicks have been hating Alonzo Ball. Oh yeah, it'd be great. I, I said this on Twitter when he wins this year, when he wins the triple triple crown, the Rookie of the Year, the MVP. And the finals MVP. Oh, love it. I'm I'm retweeting everything. Wow. I almost wanted to do that. I almost wanted to do uh, my Colangelo retweet Armageddon because uh, I, I almost did. But I was like, you know what? I don't want to, like, just let's just enjoy the moment. What also was great is shout out to whoever. Where is it? I don't know his name. Let me, I'll try to look it up. But I didn't realize it. But I got in a long battle with this guy, the uh, critics, critic of hoops, who, mm-hmm. you know, we don't really name his name. But on February 19, 2015, mm-hmm. we talked about Michael Carter Williams trade in which we said, you know, we argued about it. And he was like, no, basically, like Michael Carter Williams, like getting rid of him was the end of the process. And it was a failure and all this stuff. And I don't even remember like bodying this guy. And he was like. And I was like, well, I don't know. Maybe maybe the Lakers pick will get you something better than that. And he was like, no way, no how, all that crap. And then uh, two years later, someone had saved that tweet and then posted him. But it was like a good like string of five. Right. And someone else was just like, yo, Jay Hill just destroyed this guy. And I was like, of course I did. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Of course I did. Well, but to be fair to this guy, though, I think, I don't know. Would I rather have Michael Carter-Williams or Markel Fultz? That mm. is really true. That's a tough that's one. A, that is a tough that's one. That's a rough one. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Yeah, especially if you're the critics of hoops. I think, basically, I would say we, we have to wait to see if you won that, John. And the requirement is that Markel Fultz needs to be in the league for five years. Yeah. If he is. doesn't wash out after five <coughs> if years, he, if he's I think still you around, win. if he's not riding even, the bench, even if he's like think the eleventh man, yeah. I think you still win as long yeah, as yeah, he's yeah. in the NBA as long as he five plays years from now. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, here it is at Drew C. Ward, who said, "My dude, Jay Hill ended up being just about completely right this whole feed. Laugh my ass off. You're gonna have to take a fat L for this one, critics of hoops. <laughs> I love that. I like uh, how you're reading it uh, in like a very depressed way. Yeah, well, that's um, probably a Philadelphia depressed way. That's that guy's guy. Uh, all right, we got anything else? 
I don't think so, man. All right. Well, this has been a very nice basketball. This podcast. has been a lot of a lot basketball of, talk. A lot of basketball I can't for us. wait for the second we wrap this up to every to everything completely be uh, <clears throat> everything. Yeah. We're seeing everything will be out of date. This will Clippers be, might look into trade some DeAndre Jordan. There's gonna be a lot of stuff. But we'll be back. Are we doing something after the draft? On the draft, may, we may, we may, we might, we may. we'll do we'll it. Right. Uh, but thanks for listening. And until next week, keep hooping. Keep hooping. You ever been to a volcano? When it was erupting, you're now listening to Super Hooper. There are a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. Super Hooper! That's what you say, bro. We just form a fucking wall! Super I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. Super Hooper! That's terrible.